Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about the bidding process and kind of how to streamline it so you're not wasting time. And in today's economy, with the rising inflation and the fact that your time is even more valuable, streamlining your bidding process is definitely something you should be doing now more than ever. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Because of the nature of our business, we can't do a lot of bidding over the phone without actually seeing the pool, especially for weekly service. Now you can do some general bidding over the phone or through email or through texting, which I suggest to kind of eliminate those people that just want the cheapest pool service and are on a budget that are going to try to cut you down when you go there to visit them for an actual bid. So if you can eliminate 80% of the kind of flaky, I want the best price, I don't really care about all the bells and whistles that you provide, I just want a flat drop dead minimum rate, then you eliminate them and you don't waste your time going to their pool to give them a bid because that's going to waste a lot of time especially if you're doing a full route or doing repairs you have to take time out of your day to go see this person that's not really serious about service they're just wanting a bid you want the more serious customers so the best way to get those of course is referrals from friends referrals from other people that you're providing service for and referral from maybe realtors and things like that when you have a network those are probably the best because they really want service they're already prepped of how much, kind of how much it's going to cost them based on, you know, they're going to ask their friend, so how much do you pay for pool service? And they're going to tell them, you know, I pay 150 a month. They're going to know right then that they kind of have the price in mind already. Those are the best leads you're going to get. And the ones that call you out of the blue or maybe from your ads online are the ones that are maybe looking for a lower price. And so you want to screen the calls very carefully. You want to maybe send them to your website so they can look at the average prices. You should have those listed on your website the average price for a pool based on pool size. And they can scroll through that. They can see how much you charge for filter cleaning, how much you charge for extra service calls, things like that. Would be nice to have on a website so that you can just direct them to that and they can look at it. So I deal with a lot of vendors in other industries because of the rental properties. And if someone's reluctant to give me their kind of their average price or a ballpark price over the phone, I generally don't have time to set up an appointment with them or send them over there to look at the thing, you know, whatever I'm trying to get fixed. I kind of want to know a ballpark price. I'm not trying to lowball anybody or undercut anybody, but I want to know if their price is reasonable, even before I start a business relationship with that person. So the same thing with your your potential pool clients. You, when you give them the prices maybe online of the average pool, or give them something over the phone, these potential clients are not asking you so that they can get the lowest price in a lot of cases. They're asking you to see if your price is competitive 
to other people that may have called or other websites that may have visited. So you're not the first person usually that they're calling or the only person they're going to get a bid from. So keep that in mind. And that on the back of your mind, you should be thinking, you know, I may get this account. They may be calling other people. And I'm not going to undercut the competition, of course, because that'd be foolish to do. So just give them your price. And if they don't go with you or want you to come by and look at their pool, then you probably know that someone has a better price than you do. And you just lost that bid. Probably the worst time waster out there is when you don't give someone, you know, a ballpark estimate over the phone. They already have an idea from someone else. They may have gotten someone to give them a physical bid by going to the, their pool and telling them the amount. So when they call you and you don't give them anything and then they want you to come out to their pool, they already have a price set in their head from someone else. You go there, you waste your time driving there, and they tell you, well, we have another bid. We already had another bid that's lower than yours, so we'll see you later. That's like the worst case scenario. And it's a 100% waste of your time because they already had someone with a lower bid in mind already that had told them their price, and you never told them your price for your average pool. And so you just lost that account even before you even had a chance to get it. And you wasted 10 or 20 minutes of your day or more driving over there, talking to them, looking at the pool for no reason. So if you can do a lot of it over the phone and texting and email, that's the best way to manage the bidding process. When I call an electrician for, you know, GFI, they tell me how much it's going to cost per room, you know, per job and, and their minimum charge to come over and look at it. And I'm okay with that. And I can compare it with other electricians in the area. And that's what people are doing with your pool service also. So don't get the impression that you're the only game in town and, you know, you're going to give them a bid and they're going to take your service. That's not how it works nowadays, especially with the Internet and with competition. So you're going to have to actually give them as much information as you can up front and tell them that this is your average. You know, prices will vary based on the pool size, generally based on the landscaping, but this is what they can expect for basic pool service every month. This is what they will pay for the filter cleaning. This is what they're going to pay for salt cell cleaning. This is what they're going to pay for this and that. And if you give them over the phone a general idea before you go there, chances are you're going to weed out people that are going to waste your time. And I also want to emphasize that you're not going to give them a quote on the phone, and that's going to be the final quote before you see the pool. And so you're just giving them an estimate. So whenever I call a plumber or electrician, they gave me an estimate of what it's going to cost. When they get to the house or the job site, there's always something that may come up that raises that price or estimate. So just don't be afraid to say, okay, my average rate is 150 You get to the pool and you realize that, you know, it's a heavy-use pool. There's toys everywhere in the backyard. You can see that the kids are in the pool a lot. Or there's three massive oak trees right around the pool and it's dropping leaves in there all day long or eucalyptus trees. Then, of course, the rate goes up because you're going to bring out your vacuum system. You're going to spend more time there. And you can bid that a little higher so you can say, you know, you know, the average rate is 150 but after seeing your pool, I can see that it's going to have this and this and that. And so you can add to it. And you may even be able to say, hey, after seeing your pool, it's actually smaller than I thought. And so the rate's going to be 130 I mean, you can go down even in some cases if, if that's possible. So you want to give them a fair bid. And at the bid, you don't want to waste too much time with small talk. I wouldn't even start a conversation beyond this is what I provide. This is my services. This is how I'm going to, you know, this is the days I'm available to do your pool and the time frame I'm going to be able to do your pool. And don't start talking about anything. Like if you see like the guy has a classic car out front, say, oh, I see you have a 1965 Mustang. That's a cool car. Once you go down that, that trail of opening up that conversation, you may be standing there with that person for 10 minutes as he talks about 
all the ins and outs of the car. He may go out there and show you the engine. You're not really that interested in it. So any conversation you say outside of the actual pool is something you need to avoid. I had one member, he was bidding a pool, and then the guy started talking about phosphates, and he went down this rabbit hole of, you know, are phosphates real? And, you know, he wasted 25, 30 minutes of his time listening to this old codger talking about phosphates and all the myths behind it. And in the meantime, he needs to get back to work. And, you know, he and you can't open up those kind of conversations. Don't engage the customer beyond the fact that, oh, the phosphate treatment is extra. I wouldn't even just say that. I would say anything besides this is extra. To avoid them asking you questions that lead to more questions, that lead to more time. We keep everything really basic. Say, you know, my service includes brushing, vacuuming, cleaning out the baskets, adding liquid chlorine and acid to your pool to balance the chlorine and pH. And then any other chemical beyond that is going to be an extra charge. Don't list the extra chemicals. Don't go into the bore treatment. Don't talk about pool RX. Don't talk about phosphates. Keep it really basic for the customer. And then if they accept your bid, then you can give them your, you know, your service agreement. And if you need a service agreement, I have one available. You can just email me. It's a one-page agreement that's really simple and clear. You can email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com, and I'll get that over to you through the email in a day or so once I you know, get everything. I'm pretty busy sometimes, so I'll get to it. And if I'm on the computer, you're going to get it within like five minutes. But if I'm not, you may, it may take a little bit of time to get you that service agreement, but I'll get it over to you. And you just email me for that. Again, that's david at swimmingpoollearning.com. This is a one-page agreement. And it talks about the basics you provide for the service once you land that service account. So while you're at the job site bidding the service, I wouldn't fire up the pool pump. I wouldn't, you know, turn on the equipment. I would just give it a general look and you can see how old the equipment is. And then when you land the service account, you just tell the customer, oh, if you hire me, I'm going to go ahead and do a, you know, a inspection check for you and I'll make sure everything's working correctly. Don't do it before you land the account. You're just wasting time and you may open a can of worms. I mean, if you go to turn on the pump, and you hear it humming, and it clicks off. The customer will be like, hey, what do you do to my pump? So none of that. Just wait till you get the account, and then you're going to do all the things. Don't show off either. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I see this is this is not set right, and do adjustments for them with their automatic cleaner. Just go there. Give them your price for that pool. Tell them that if they accept, you know, your service, you'll give them a contract. It's just a service agreement. It's not actually a, a binding contract, but it tells them what you do and what they're responsible for. And then you're going to do a full equipment check and check the chemistry, check all of that. And then you just give them your card and then you just move on to the next thing you're doing that day. You don't want to spend 20, 30 minutes there doing the bid, checking everything because it's a waste of your time because they may have someone else coming an hour from you that will give them a lower bid anyway. And you just wasted half an hour of your time out there. In this era where everything is so expensive and the more work you can do to make money, is important. The less time you spend giving these free bids is important, and you don't want to be wasting your time out there. If they send you a picture on your cell phone with their pool, and you get a general idea of the size of it, which is probably the best thing you can do besides just giving a flat out, oh, I, this is the average price, but if you send me a photo of your pool, I can give you a little more refined quote. But it, again, I'll have to see it in person just to make sure. But so go ahead and send me a photo of it. Same with acid washes. Same with the green pool cleanup. If they can send you a photo of their green pool, before you go down there and do the bid, you get an idea of really how bad that pool is. I mean, if it looks like, you know, they haven't cleaned the pool in five years and there's like, there's totally the frogs jumping out of it, then you kind of know the price you're going into with. And you should have some preset green pool cleanup fees already in your mind. 
So depending on the level of the green pool, you should have some categories set in your head. So you can tell them it's anywhere from 300 to 500, depending on how severe it is and how many chem- how much chemicals you have to put in there and how often you have to clean the filter. Give them that ballpark, but you definitely, of course, want to see the green pool and you want to inspect it and inspect the equipment. In that case, when you're doing a green pool cleanup, you want to definitely turn on the timer and see if the equipment fires up because you can't really clean it without it unless you have the portable equipment to do the cleanup. But you want to spend a little bit of time checking the equipment. You're not really bidding for service. You're just going to stand there, look at the pool, check the equipment in like two minutes, do a quick check, and then give them the price for it. So it's a fast, also a fast process also. And use the same rules. We don't engage in any conversations like, oh, you know, what's going on here? Why is it green or anything like that? Because it could be a long story about how their mother-in-law passed away and then no one was taking care of the pool. And then it could go on for 10, 15 minutes. And you're standing there like trying to figure out how you can exit this conversation. So just give them a bid. Tell them how much it would cost, how long it's going to take you to clean it up. And then leave and continue on with your other job. Now, if they hire on the spot, you can definitely start it right away. And that way you're locked in as the person doing the green pool cleanup. I always like to try to get them to start or for me to start right away. So I'll say something like, yeah, so this is how much it's going to cost. It'll be $500 to clean up your green pool. I can start right now. I can clean the filter and, and put the initial chemical dose in if you want. And that's kind of how you kind of rope them in to say, okay, let's do it. And if they hem and haw, say, well, that's a little bit more than I was expecting. And you can say something like, well, if you wanted to become one of my service accounts, this is how much I charge per month. And I can give you, you know, $50 off if you want to do weekly service also. That may move the needle because if you really wanted to do that green pool and you really need the money to do it, you know, taking 50 bucks off, you bid, you should be bidding high anyway. It's not a big deal. And if you land a service account, that's even better. So try it when you go to do a bid like that. You don't want to waste time going to like one green pool after the other. You actually want to clean the green pool so you can make the money. So try to land that particular bid and job at that moment. Same with acid washes. If you're going to go see an acid wash, you tell the customer, you know, my acid washes start at 450 Depending on the pool size, it can go up or the severity or time it would take me to do it. If it needs power sanding, that's going to add to the price. So when you get to the acid wash site or the pool that needs an acid wash, I should say, look it over and tell the customer, I have my sump pump in the truck and I can definitely start draining it now for you. And then this is how much it would cost. Now, draining it now is really good because then they know that you're going to start on it the next day if you're able to do that. Or you can say, I'm going to come back tonight and drain the pool for you, uh, uh, you know, after I finish my last stop, however you want to phrase it. But just kind of rope them in that you're going to be the person doing it at that point. You have the equipment in your truck to drain the pool. You're going to do it immediately or you're going to come back in the afternoon or evening and drain it. And then they know that you're serious because you're going to come back the next morning and do the acid wash. So when you're bidding for services like green pool cleanups and acid washes, you really want to land that bid. You don't want someone else to come behind you and get the job because you're spending time out there. And it's really good extra money, especially if you're trying to build up your business. Doing the acid wash may land you that service account also. And so there are times when you really are bidding to do the job at that moment. So keep that in mind with those kind of bids. With equipment installs, it's a little bit different. You know, they may be checking around on the internet. They may be checking with other companies for equipment install. But for something like an acid wash or green pool or a special cleanup, while you're there, you can try your best to land that job so that's not just a bid, but it's actually, you know, you're doing the work. And I think that's the best method for those kind of extra side projects because you really want to do them and make that extra money. So you want to try to, whatever you can do to get that job started at that moment is going to land you that job. 
And I think I should emphasize this last point here is that even though you're doing a quick bid, you're going to be there and out of there in just a few minutes, you're not going to be rude about it or you're not going to be arrogant about it. You're going to be really polite. You're going to be, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Here's the price that I can do this for. And I hope you consider going with my pool service. And I can guarantee you're not going to have any problems with your pool. I'm very good at communicating issues with you. I answer my phone, I answer my text messages, and you're going to really enjoy working with my service company. You won't, you don't want to go back there and say, okay, here's the, the amount I'm going to charge you. If you're interested, go ahead and give me a call. Now, there's a difference between being quick and being efficient and being quick and being rude and obnoxious. So make sure that you're not being rushed and they don't get the impression that you're rushing through the bid because you're really busy. Give the impression that you're just a pure business person. You're there. You're giving him a quote. You're being polite about it. You're kind of talking up how your business works. And then you're leaving and going on to the rest of your work. If you're going in there with the attitude like, I got to get through this thing really quick and get on with my day because I, I got you know three more pools to clean before I do this project and that, they're going to pick up on that kind of anxiety you're feeling and they may not go with you. So yes, be fast and effective and efficient. But don't rush through it and don't miss anything also by rushing through it. I'm just saying you don't want to waste a lot of time doing it because it can become a huge time waster standing there, checking everything, talking to the customer, learning about their kid's softball team and all this stuff. Forget all that. Just keep it all business-like. If you see like an exotic car out there or something unusual in the backyard, don't start that conversation because you don't know how long you're going to be there talking to that customer and just keep everything business-like. That's the one mistake I fall into a lot when I'm doing my service route. I'll ask, well, how's your, how's this person doing? And then you're just tied up there. So don't even do that. Just keep it really business-like at the bidding, and be effective and efficient and fast, but not rushed or sloppy or rude to the customer when you're giving the bid. And hopefully you can screen most of them over the phone with a text message, with a photo of the pool, or with your basic average rate. And if they don't call you back or you don't get a text saying, come over and give me a bid. Then you know that someone is lower than you or they went with someone else. And that's perfectly fine. You didn't waste your time going over there. And there'll be more opportunities for you to get bids and land accounts, land acid washes, green pool cleanups, whatever. You're not wasting your time all day driving from one bid to another and not really landing anything. You want to eliminate a lot of the people that are going to be like, well, can you do it for $120 a month? Because, you know, 140 is a little bit steep and I'm on a tight budget. You eliminate all those people ahead of time by giving them your average rate and, you know, just tell them on the phone, I'm sorry, but I usually can't go down on my rate for a number of reasons. And one of them is that the cost of the chemicals in the industry has gone up tremendously and the cost of operating the business with the fuel costs have gone up. So I really can't go below the number that's my average service rate in most cases. Sorry about that. And you can see that was quick and effective, but not rude. And I, you can answer that question pretty quickly on the phone or through a text message without having to stand there and listen to the guy complaining about the cost of his prescription medication or the cost of his new tires on his car or whatever. And you eliminate all that without standing there listening to that in person. And you eliminate someone who's just looking for the lowest rate in town. If you're looking for other podcasts that I record, you go to my website, swimmingforlearning.com. And on the banner, click on the podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu, and you can listen to other podcasts at your leisure. And if you're interested in my coaching program and enhancing your business, definitely consider that, and you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Have a great day and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.